Smoky. Don't ask what this programme is about. Woodbine. It just trails after a man walking around a town. Playing bluegrass. Neil Delamere, Bookman. It began with him reading concert posters in the lobby of the local hotel. The Electric Gospel Choir, Mulligar Arts Centre. The man is Michael Harding, a writer and journalist. Jimmy Buckley, Gravel Arms Hotel. And the town is Mullingar. You might as well be in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. The boulevards of Mullingar. <laughs> you know, Shaw's Brothers, Whelan's Farm. Whelan's do a tonic. You know, they make their own tonic. You can buy Whelan's tonic. It was supposed to be a trip to buy groceries, but ended up in a shop where they fix alternators for cars. There's a nip into a hairdresser's and an encounter with two kind traffic wardens. So if you want to know what this programme is about, it's about ten minutes long. I'm going to get my hair cut. This is reflection. Into the hairdressers to ask about a hair appointment. How are you, Magella? Grey and curling like his beard. You cut me hair. And a bit long, too, sitting on the collar of his long green overcoat. See you later. Bye-bye. I'm just going to it in a minute, but I want to just look in this shop window. Hardly out of the hairdressers, and his eye is caught by the window of a workshop repairing car electrics. Now look at this. The window has framed photographs in it. Princess Diana, John F. Kennedy and Joe Dolan. It's not a great shop window. Smells like an old bicycle. How are you doing? I was just looking at your window. Yes, I'm just saying hello. I was looking at your window. It's a lovely window. Yeah. It's got John F. Kennedy in it. That's right. It's just an interesting window. Do you know what I mean? It's, you know, they're ancient images, and it's lovely to see them. So you're calling me ancient. Jesus Christ, what I'm as old as you are. Old man in here. <laughs> I'm as young as you. And I, was only, I didn't mean to come in here, but I'm going in to pay me bill in Whelan's. Mm. And then I remembered. God, I must say hello to you. I got that in Windsor, and all her stuff was behind the back of the door, do you know? Menageries were oh, all... Oh, the Diana tra- stuff. Yeah. See, all the young boys were all Harry and... Harry and... Uh, what's the difference name? William, yeah. William. All their stuff was at eye level. Yeah. And all her stuff was... It's all dropped. I had heaps of it here, and then the fire... Oh, uh, really? Done the whole way with everything. Now, it must be said that neither Michael nor the man in the shop could ever be mistaken for George Clooney, even from a very long way off. Happily, that doesn't prevent them from passing remarks on the women of Ireland and how they're taking care of themselves. I used to live in Grove Court. When I came first, I had an apartment in Grove Court. And uh, it was like living in Poland. You know, there was a lot of the neighbours were from East Europe. I'll tell you what happened you in, in there was... Your mind was very hard on yourself because there was too many good-looking women there. That's Do you right. see? Do you see? That's you can, uh, can that's annoy right. yourself there. Yeah, but you would. You know. You would. You wouldn't be the better of it. No, no, no. That's, that's yeah. You get strange feelings. Some <laughs> I'll tell you. A lot of people say that the Polish women raised the bar for the Irish women and I think that's true like that do you know what I mean since we had the influx of people from Eastern Europe Irish women are paying far more attention to no, no it was here before that was it it was here before that yeah the young Italian women raised the bar first they, they, they were super dupers before that well they're beautiful yeah 
There was a travelling woman said to me that one time she was to say, she said, when I was growing up, she said, oatmeal is what they threw over me for my wedding. And she says, I was in a pair of Wellingtons with straw in them. And she says, nowadays I see young traveller girls and they're having big parties for their engagements in the hotel, she says. And I went round after it and all the sandwiches that you'd get, you'd fill a big black plastic bag as rubbish. And she said, well now, Michael, do you know, when the little poor people in Africa let their ears back to that food if they could get it, right? And she says, people nowadays, they want to be up in the moon all the time. But you can't be up in the moon all the time, she says. You have to come down. And I think what we're experiencing now is we're just getting a bit of a land. And I think people are far more friendly now. I know, the country's top-heavy. It'll never survive, never. It's top-heavy, it's top-heavy. How do you mean top-heavy? Top-heavy. Mother of Jesus, the administration to to run this little island. It's it's huge. That's what you mean, yeah. She's top-heavy, top-heavy. It is top-heavy. Could you run a business with all them fellas hanging over? no. Does anybody ask you, like, why, why the interest in Diana? Why would you have her there? As close as I could get to her. <laughs> <laughs> you liked her? I did, I did, I did, I did. I, I did because she was, she was, she just touched it, you know. Yeah. She did well, really touch it. Fear about her. The royal family in general would be popular enough the, with people. Yeah, they would, the royal yeah. family. Nothing wrong with them, you know. No. They're like this country, they're hard kept, maintained, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's like the second wife. <laughs> yeah. Are you getting paid for this? No. No, we're earning the money to pay the other boys in RT, like Tubridy and Pat, what's his name? Kenny. Ah, but. But he's a very, Pat is very good, isn't he? Ah, he's good. Pat yeah. is good now, yeah. do you know? He, he'll talk shop with the best of them. Yeah. He is, and so is Tubridy. I mean. No, Tubridy. Do you know that? No, he. You know, he won't let you answer the question. He, he comes in too quick. He, he has that answer first. Yeah. And he, he yeah. does it, so he'd no, he yeah. piss you off Fair there. point. You yeah. know, he'd piss you off that way. Yeah. No, I turn him off as soon as I hear that. Yeah. Bang, good luck. Yeah. Hiya. How are you, Billy? When you're ready, yeah. No problem. And you see, one fellow is from Irish Times, and... There's another fella here, and he's doing an interview. That fella down the back there is Green Welly, says he's from BBC. No, a farmer's journal. Him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, grass doesn't grow quick enough for him. <laughs> I'd love to chat to you more. Hey, well, the next time you'll come down, we'll go for a pint. Yeah. Or a coffee. You have to go for coffee nowadays. Is that his? Oh, uh, yeah. The new man. That is. That is. Call again. Listen, good luck. Good luck. And thanks a million. I associate that kind of conversation with Swifts Ireland or with some kind of medieval English-speaking world that's confident in itself. And that's, that's an also a part of Ireland that gets forgotten about. But there's a kind of 400-year tradition of people, let's say in the Midlands, who are great traders. They're great business people always in the Midlands, and particularly in Mullingar. And they have a sense of wry irony and humour that just drips off the tongue when they're telling you stories. Like, there's nothing that isn't humorous. It, it's what conversation was about 200 years ago. Nowadays, conversation is supposed to be always serious and earnest conversation about morality and ethics. Whereas in the Midlands, people talk much more and 
I think they're more content in themselves because for generations the land was better. Do you know what I mean? So in a sense they don't have the same hurt mind that you get in Irish people in the west of Ireland where they, where they suffered more damage. Oh Jesus, wait a minute. No, come on quick. What's wrong? I'll get a ticket. I've parked my jeep and it'll be out of date at 10 o'clock. That's half an hour ago. I'd be afraid I'd be un- unlucky. A call comes from behind us. Can you help me in directions, I think? They're traffic wardens. I was hoping I didn't get a ticket. That's what he's saying. No, we're not down Because there. I'm rushing up to, to get no, it. No, you're OK. I left so it there earlier. No, what are you driving? We can help you out. It's no problem at all. Uh, I know I'm driving the jeep. OK, you're up. It's up opposite the fish shop. The fish, I know. Uh, well, that's OK. There's a ticket on up till about 5 to 10, uh, but we were down at Grove Court. Yeah. And we're having a wee chat. No problem. For the wireless. You take and, your time. Uh, we great fun. It's all right. We went on too long. Thanks a million. Michael Harding, writer, journalist and shopper of sorts. This is my beautiful Pajero, often referred to with affection in the Irish Times. You've been listening to The Curious Ear. I'm Ronan Kelly.